It's the Manopause Show with Bobby and HD. And we're back with the Manopause Show. That might be the first time <laughs> you've ever flubbed it up. Seriously. I Mark mean, this episode. We'll, we'll, we'll have a contest yeah. at the end of the year. Well, next year. No, maybe this year. Anyways, we're here. Well, I'm HD. Oh, that's right. It's tough for me to flub two letters, but I, I'll keep trying. D-H? Um, D-H. Designated hitter. Designated shitter. So we're going to go into detail about our Thanksgiving? Well, the names will be withheld. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, should we start with the Thanksgiving? Well, let's, let's start with the premise first. Okay. You, you always okay. like to start in the middle of a book. And I like <laughs> a forward first chapter. But I hate people who read the end first. I don't and, like and that. And I hate people that tap on the counter <laughs> that I have to edit out later. God, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, damn it. Oh, God, your mirror is too easy. is annoying. All right. Well, we're, we're just talking about, in my case, an ex. And in his case, I guess you'd call it a current. Yes. Where these are, these are drama queens that we... Uh, we're drawn to like flies to a light. Oh God! I and, know. Uh, and so this is going to be part of the discussion. But we, we, how how much do we care, and should we care, and and be drawn into their their web and entangled, or in some cases, uh, killed. The tough, <laughs> yeah, well, like a zapper. <laughs> or in some cases, tough love, where we oh. we just you know don't care, or we feign that we don't care, or at least we. We go well, we try a different approach. So that's the premise: yeah. is you know our 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 loves of our lives that that uh, that have got all sorts of drama going on that that try to draw us into it. And yes. how do we deal with it? Yeah, it's not an uncommon topic. So I'm sure there are a lot of shaking. Yeah. Now both and both of, in these instances, both gales are alcoholics, ex strippers, ex strippers. Hot um, in their own way, their own age yeah. group. Have, you know, voices in their head that drive them crazy, that they seem to make them do weird things. You know, the crazy, sad, depressed, entertaining alcoholic. <laughs> so I, I never, you know, you have been saying that yours reminds me of my ex. Yeah. Uh, and it's not really a, a current of yours. It's just a really good friend where you guys have a semi-FWB every once in a while. Right, kind of right, right. But I didn't realize how closely aligned she was with my ex, but was there actually where she hears voices? Is it a demonic she side to it? She calls the commit. No, I mean, I think... I can't say we all. I mean, I, I get voices. I mean, I, you, your head is just constant chatter. And for some people, for many people, that chatter can be like... Um, you know, self-defeating or like, you know, just basically self-loathing. Oh, okay. So it's in your own head. Whereas I was going with my ex actually had voices and and, I mean a a demon that she would connect to. In fact, this is a common occurrence, apparently the man in the black hat. I I didn't realize this is something that is out there in that drug-induced, alcoholic-induced or PTSD where she would actually see and connect with what she would call the man in a black hat. And this was almost like her... Her spirit devil. Oh wow! And uh, I mean, that's when she would go there and get real. What, so what did she tell you? What uh, he would appear to her. He, you yeah. know, she would see him on the on the wall. And many in many ways, he was a comfort. In many ways, she was frightened by him. Did uh, he talk? Well, I'm sure he talked 
I shouldn't say talk. She didn't talk about it. Probably He wasn't telling her things to do. Like well. That kind of thing. Uh, no, he was. So, yeah. so that, that was the voices. He would be in her head. Yeah. So it really is talking. You can't use normal human-like definitions. So it's like somebody, yeah. yeah. Someone We're, directing her to do things. Yeah. See, yeah. for me, it's my voice I hear. But it's, well, that's because you're but, a, a Taurus and you're you. <laughs> you would never listen to any other voices. God. I don't even like his voice most Well, let's not time. talk about you. We need to talk about our, our exes and well, currents. Well, and... well, but I was using that as a point of reference because I, but I get that, but I think there's a difference between when it's, you know, you feel like it's somebody else. And, and for my friend, she calls it the committee. It's like just this cacophony of, cacophony of voices that usually tell her she's a piece of shit. Right, okay. So that's where that comes from. Is uh, is your own mind is creating the scenario, and and, and or in my is cases, <laughs> or, is there a man well, black hat? Well, I know seriously, yeah. but that but that yeah. may just be that she's manifested all that into a personification of a single being that is out there directing her, and in yeah. her cases, she truly believe, and she had me, made me a believer that this was real. Uh-huh. I mean, where she look, you can see him, you know, and. And I'm like, eh, not seeing it, but you know, whatever b- 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 soot that you know, was on the wall from something that was burned on the range uh-huh. was in the figure of a man with a black hat. But it was, it was, it's really, it was a phenomenon. And I had to work through that through her stupor. I had to also, you know, y- y- if you denied it, then she'd get pissed off because you know now you're denying something that she thinks is real. Right, if you right. go with it, then you're just enabling it. Right. How so do you deal with yeah, yeah no, you're right. You it's like these people are so tough to deal with because of that. It's like, you know, you try and stay on their track and you go crazy yourself. Well, uh, true. And crazy as in you are caught in that web of trying to care and and, and there's nothing you can do. In the yeah. beginning I thought there was I could fix it. Yeah. And, and yeah. Because we're guys, and and you want to, you know, you try and fix it with anger, and then you try and fix it with empathy, and then sympathy, and then, or you just join in. Yeah, I see him. Oh my gosh! And you start to talk to him, and and now you're part of the problem. But I, um, but this also let you. Or know, you she, become the man in the black hat, well, and you just and you tell her what to do. Well, she wanted, and you know, she wanted to have sex. I think blowjobs might be so, in order. So when, when she wanted to have sex with him over me, then I was jealous of the man with the black hat. But there was an added element to this that I don't know if we've ever talked about with your person. Yeah. And mine's an R and yours is an M. In my R, I am convinced that she did have some supernatural powers of powers, connectivity, you know, could, could either ghosts, you know, I, I'm, I have experienced enough of that to know that the man in the black hat might have been the extreme of it. But there were things she was connecting she, to. She something. was connecting to something, and I that is unexpl- inexplicable. Yeah, mine is not like that as far. But I do think there are people who have an increased sensitivity to the world around them, and and like or the underworld it almost hurts, them. you know. And that's why they turn to right. drugs right. and alcohol to kind of get you know. It's like anything but that kind of thing. Although I also think it's a way for them to just stay stuck. Do you remember the Disney show? Was it? My Flubber? mom's an alcoholic. I love Flubber. that mini. <laughs> <laughs> the man from Flubber. No, what was the the one with Flubber? Oh uh, no, that wasn't. No, no, oh, it wasn't. Who was, was the man? one that, that could... was? Uh, what's his name? Jerry Lewis, wasn't it? No, no, no. He was Flubber? never in Disney. 
No, but that wasn't was that the, Flubber? That was the professor, the Nutty Professor. Man, yeah, but that was Flubber, wasn't it? The Nutty Professor? No, it was Ken, not Ken Berry. There was someone that was like that. Dean Jones. Dean was in Jones. Shaggy what? Dog. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shaggy yeah. Dog was Frederick oh, Murray. Oh, Flubber, that's right. But yes. there was a Flubber one. Yeah. But I don't even think And there was Son of Flubber, I think, too. And then they redid it, but that wasn't even it. There was yeah. one where somebody, there was, you could read, he could read minds. And... I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually voices. He could not read minds. He could yeah. actually hear what they were thinking and they were talking to him. Yeah. And there was a scene in the library where everybody, he was hearing all the voices in the library talking at the same time, thinking yeah. and, and reading. And all of a sudden he stood up and said, shut up. <laughs> and of course, nobody was actually talking. So they looked at him like, you're a weirdo. Yeah. But that, that whole voices in your that head kind of thing, yeah. where, they, where she truly believes that all of this stuff is going on around her, and so she will respond in kind, and you're like going, I'm not in that head, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you're hearing and seeing, but I want to acknowledge that it's real because you're, you believe it's real. Yeah, and, and we're attracted to those women. <laughs> well, that's right. That's, that's and, what we need to talk about is why, and, why are we drawn to them? <laughs> and is there any hope for them? Well, I know I was. You know, like you're uh, both of ours that we're talking about. What's brought this on is we're knee deep, and well, not so much yours because you've you know shut it down. Although I am seeing her girlfriend. Oh well, you're, you're, they're her meaning. Yeah. Yeah, that, that just adds a whole new It gets so kind. Well, if I, you really only knew, it helps that she is. You know. A thousand miles away, and mm. I no longer am with her, so it's easy to shut her down. Whereas before, I was kind of obligated to draw into it. Yeah, but I, yeah. So I've reacted. She, we had some drama over Thanksgiving, and any time that the drama comes up, and she wants to turn to me like I would be the one, her her four one one or nine one one before. Now it's like no, yeah. I'm just not going to deal with it. Not that I don't care, but I don't care to care. Well, and for me with mine. And I just, I blocked her this afternoon because she's content. I mean, the texts start rolling and it wasn't, they weren't mean. I mean, I've had mean ones from her, but they were like, I'm not showing compassion. She's, she's got school age kids at home and she turned back to meth this week, which she was addicted to for a couple of years, pretty badly strung out. And, and yet she... All she can do is kick herself, and she wants me to give her compassion, which I don't even know what the fuck that means. I mean, you want me just to kick you? I don't give a shit that you fucked up. What are you going to do about it? Wait, she, she don't want you to kick you. Kick her. You, she well, wants you to go, oh, they're there. Yeah, and, and why the fuck? Give her a I, hug. Yeah, and... it's like, you, and then she, and she's got people who, who support her. It reminds me of my marriage, actually. That's how my, my wife operated. You know, she surrounds herself with psychophants. And then, you know, if you act out of line, everyone turns their back on you. And your thought would be, if I don't give her what she wants in terms of uh, that, that security blanket, that she might go, oh, well then, you know, that'll be the wake-up call? That she, the worse, worse than that is to not have you around, and so that'll be her slap in the face to say, well, I don't want that, and that'll snap her out of it? Well, I've got no agenda, honestly, right now, because I realized today that I have to keep her at a distance because I don't need trouble like that. I mean, people like that are unstable, and you never know what they're going to do, and if you're with them, 
you could find yourself in a situation very quickly that you don't know how to get yourself out of because of that person. Well, and that's what happened to me. And, and ours was a little different is that I was in a relationship with her and she was living with me. So I kind of had to deal with it as right. it arose. Right. And, uh, and whereas you... And by the way, you're not even getting much in the way of sex out of the whole deal, which no, is, no. is really the ultimate uh, goal in our mind. Is, exactly. That's why we're drawn to them is the excitement, the wildlife, and the sex that is so amazing and that we will go through whatever we can <laughs> to get to that ultimate. I joke. Um, no, you don't. That was exactly how you <laughs> <think>. <laughs> You just turned yourself and like, I don't think I'd like, I like, I, I, I don't want to come across like that, <laughs> even though that's exactly who I am. Oh, there was more to it than that. But these are brilliant. To, well, I don't know if, if you feel like yours has got a beautiful mind as well. Mine does. I mean, she's... I used to think that in a sense, but now I, I think all the, thing, the debauchery she's done over the years, you know, mainly in drugs. And then the people, I think she's, you know, I think her brain is, has been damaged. Ah. Yeah. Which is why I told her... You need to get to rehab. You can't do this yourself. So then why, uh, why even be friends with someone like that? Well, if, if you, they can't, ca- I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Yeah, no, you were absolutely, because they can't this count is the on second time I've been, down. I've been through this. They can't count on me. Well, when you realize that what you have to offer is not what they want, and what they want you can't offer anymore because it's feeding the problem. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm one of those friends who's going to call like I see it. Oh, wait, is that who I think No, no, no. Yay, I'm not going to look at it yet. Okay, good, good, good. Finally, she finally, I've been waiting all day for one of my gals to to reach out. But can you really, again, this is me just kind of playing that that naysaying devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. Can can you really uh, take your friendship off and on like an old coat like that and, and, and be really considered much of a friend if, if when she's in a crisis mode, you run away. I'm not running away, though. I gave her my best advice. She doesn't, and then she, and she's not saying no, but then she keeps, I mean, continually, I'm not showing compassion. Or, well, if I don't want to talk to her again, all these things I'm not saying and not doing, I'm just giving her something she doesn't want. I'm giving her a spoonful of medicine. And I could be wrong. But somebody who, do, I mean, when I found out, first of all, 2.45 this morning, I get texts, and I'm in bed with somebody else, and I'm sleeping by that point, and my phone starts Speaking going up another hook, wrinkle. <laughs> going up, and so it was like three or four, and then I turned this, the, the, the sound off, and I, I didn't have my glasses with me, so I didn't read it. I figured I knew who it was, and I thought I'll read in the morning. So what I get this morning is, I've taken pills, Donna, who is a mutual friend, is taking me to the hospital, and I hope I die. That's what I got. And so I text in the morning and, you know, she's got re-notification on so I can see if she's read it. And nothing, 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 nothing. I, I had Donna's, or the other gal's number and texted her. And she's like, well, I woke up late this morning and I'm late for work. And I'm thinking, well, I guess none of this shit happened last night. If, like, she's just complaining about waking up late for work. So I finally... When I finally reached M, um, it was all just, I mean, she claims it was the meth. I don't know when she stopped doing it or how long the side effects so are. So it, it was a cry for help and a cry wolf. But yeah, and it was a total, come on, yeah. And it's like, fuck you. And then I find out it's meth, that she did meth, 
And I'm like, she had kids in the house, not even just her kids. And she, when somebody is that far gone that all they can think of is their needs and satisfy whatever depraved thing they have going on and nothing else matters, including your kids, that's not a safe person to be around. That person needs help. That person needs to be not taking care of her kids by herself. So did you react more to, the, to judging her for doing that or for lying to you and trying to no, use you? No, I didn't you? judge her at all. I just told her No, my I'm best saying advice. those are the two options. One is not a judgmental thing. Right. The other one is I'd be more pissed at, look, you used me in the middle of the night well, and I was lied. Pissed. But that, that, was, but that, that wasn't what I, that's why I'm breaking it. I'm breaking it off because she's not listening to me. I'm doing her no good. I'm the only friend she's got that's going to tell it to her like it is, and she doesn't want it or she doesn't like the way it's delivered. Fine. You need to get yourself off your bender, get some rehab under your belt, and then we'll talk. Because right now, I'm no good to you, and you're certainly no good to me, and I don't need that kind of person in my life right now. Did she even acknowledge that what she did was, was pretty shitty? Not to... enough. Not enough. Yeah, because well, to me, you mean? No, not at all. I'm talking about... To lie, to lie to you for something that serious... I don't care about that. I mean, I care. I, the thing that's forefront with me is that this is a person who did this with kids in the house, with her kids in the house. She knows what meth does to her. But that's being judgmental. That's trying to get into her side of the aisle. That's not really your business. Now, it can affect you, but it's... It's her if life. If you've got someone like that in your life who's making dangerous decisions like that and no one else is really standing up to her and she's like, I feel miserable. I'm the asshole. I'm horrible. But isn't offering any like, I got to take care of this. I got to do something. And you're trying to talk about that with her and all she can do is replay the tape of how horrible she is. And I know this person. That's what she feeds off of. How horrible she is. It keeps her from taking any kind of action. And so she waits until she's right at the edge of the cliff before she takes action. So she's there right now. Are you going to jump? What are you going to do next? I mean, you can't do this by yourself. And so I said, you know, there's a person in her life who was really the only person who could really help her right now financially and to have the wits about her and know this person enough because everyone's been through this with M. It's not like this is something new. It's just, it's getting more serious. And so what was your approach, I can't be around someone because who she behaves kept... like you? No. Was that your ghosting no, reason? No, no, My, And I, I said, because she kept coming back with the same stuff. I'm saying one thing, she's arguing something else. So we're not connecting. It's not like I was, I mean, I'm frustrated, but that's why, and I've done this with her before. I block her for the night, I unblock her in the morning, and we see where she's at in the but morning. But to what purpose? What, what does she know your reason is for blocking? Because well, she's her that just reason. annoying you? or Rather than whatever she, th I think she thinks I am not being compassionate and that she, okay, fine, you don't want anything to do with me, which I'm not saying, then I'll, you know, we won't talk again. And, you know, you can, you can, you can answer that only so many times when you're like, she's not hearing what I'm saying because she keeps asking it over again. She keeps staying in this loop. Like I said, this dysfunctional mind loop where they get stuck. Do you tell her, I'm ghosting you? Or did you just ghost I her? I told so her I'm going to block her and I'll oh. block her in the morning. So, and then a friend of ours texts me 
and says, don't bother unblocking her. And then she starts in on me. Yeah, yeah. So I blocked her too. Anyways, (laughs) I'm going to unblock M in the morning. Would you please block me? But really, at this stage of the game, I'm taking what they call a tough love approach because I feel like that's the only option I have right now. And to be able to sleep with myself, that I'm doing some good to help her because she's not in her right mind. And... I know she wants to find a way back to what she considers normal as quickly as possible. She just wants to block the world out as much as she can throughout her waking hours. Now, R used to threaten the suicide thing a lot to the degree where I actually there are times where I said, go ahead, go for it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I did that trick. Yeah. And there are times when I did block, ghost, whatever, just ignore. I guess yeah, I never really yeah. blocked, but I ignored and was there ever a voice in your head over the last 12 hours, or in my head, where you went, this would be the one time where she carried through and... and yeah. What, how would I... Does that ever affect... Well, that, and I think that's what sometimes keeps you from taking the tough love approach because you're afraid they well, can't I handle think they it. Subconsciously or consciously know that, and that's what they're preying upon, is that, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get his attention by threatening to do the ultimate act, and I know that he'll... he'll I'll well, call his bluff. you know... And you're, you're running that risk, and that's the risk I've run hanging with someone like that. But I'd like to believe I know how to get out um, so that I – I mean, I made sure when I was texting that if there was a text trail, I was not doing anything inappropriate, not pushing her, not prodding her, not trying to push her away. I was trying not to push her away until I got to a point where I realized – I can't get stuck on her loop. She's not listening to me. And I can't, you know, keep getting these texts. So I'm going to do what I've done before, which is block her and then unblock her. I don't think that, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're going, I'm going forever. And yet she keeps coming back, talking like that's what I'm saying. And no matter how many ways I say it differently, she's not getting it. So she's stuck. And so I realize that's not my issue. I'm doing the best that I can. And if it's not working and I feel like there's nothing else, because I can be pretty dogged, but I'll get to a point where I'm like, I got to walk away because... Well, I think that's the key where you said it's, it, it's not your issue. That's where I went in my head and went, you know, I, there's only so much I can do. The old uh, bring a, mm. a, a horse to water. Yeah, and yeah, you can drink. make him drink. And, right? and yeah. so I, I would actually say in my mind, you know, if that actually happens, I cannot feel guilty for that because... I I can't I can do the intervention thing you know right. with a team of experts flying in to to do some sort of exorcism but <laughs> that's that's not our role and that's where you get caught into is feeling like somehow you're obligated to do something more or you can that, yeah you could make a difference because you you love the person and you think they love you and so you think you have some kind of influence um, and you don't. You know, we, how we, I think we were talking about this. We talked about this before. You know, that in a dom-sub relationship, not professional necessarily, but the sub really has the power. You know, the weakest link is, is you know, no, no chain is as strong as its weakest link, so to speak. So, and we, you know, and then we saw that no, in the movie, Professor Boston. They're only as strong as its weakest link. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, but we said it was the sub in that movie that Which really one? had the power position in Professor Mouston and the, uh, the Wonder Women. Huh. Well, I don't know, know if we've had this discussion, but okay. you're, you're but, I, but, I, but I hold the theory that the sub holds the power. And I've heard this before. But On the next TMS, we should But I think that's kind of what, I mean, 
they're, they, they're, they use their mental illness to keep the power because they don't want to, it's a comfort to them. And they don't want to, they don't know what's outside of that door, that room, and they don't, so they don't leave. Well, and they do whatever they can to stay in it. There's a difference between sub and weak, though, because I don't think they're equated. Yeah. Because yeah. well, I would never considered R a sub, but she's, but she's weak-minded. She feels prey to... Well, according to R, <laughs> the other R... <laughs> She, you know, she does have, you know, she oh, does she has, play yeah. a subset. Well, remember yeah. those personalities we talked about uh, this morning? Oh, that's yeah. One of them where she can be uh, very submissive. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did talk about uh, that. If yeah. you get the right person, she can, she can acquiesce to submissiveness. Anyway. Anyways, it's like, and it's our problem because we are drawn to people like that for whatever reason. And maybe that's what we need to figure out is what, you know. I think for me, it came from my upraising. I mean, I was living with a, a mother who had those you know, who was undiagnosed mental illness and used physical and mental illness to kind of control everybody in the family. Right. And I was married to someone like that. I mean, so I know I've got issues along those lines. I do believe that's called gaslighting, where you, you are able to control others by bringing them down. And you, I, I don't, I've never known where, it, where the line is connected yeah. there, but apparently it's, it's a mental control that uh, you feel stronger by, uh, by deteriorating your... Yeah, the people that are around it's, it, you. It's it's not so fun. tomorrow. Are, yeah. are you, when are you get what time are you get unghost? Oh. Well, she won't be. I mean, I'll probably I'll unlock when I when I think of it in the morning. I mean, she won't see it until before. And will 10, you reach out or, or just wait enough. for you? No, I won't. I'll just okay. unblock. I told her I was unblock, say, I was and gonna, I will. I was going to see if we we'll have see if she any be... more news tomorrow on Morning Wood. I'm trying yeah. to cross pollinate oh, our show. Oh, yeah, it won't be it won't be tomorrow's Morning Wood. We talked to somebody this morning that watches Morning Wood and had no idea about our menopause show. Yeah, we need to. To connect the two better. We do. We do. And so... Uh, of course, we're doing this, and you're, this is not going to happen in first so, Yeah. <laughs> Morning, Wood. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully someday we'll meet people who actually know how to manipulate social media. Everyone we get, <laughs> to, like, you know, go social media. They have nothing to do with it. They hate it. And it's like, well, that's how we're going to get an audience, everybody. It's a dead-end medium. I don't yeah. go nowhere. <laughs> exactly. All right. I got to go. Okay. Bye. Bye.